There's a big difference between empty fatigue and gratifying exhaustion. Life is short. Invest in meaningful activities that move you. Mark and Angel Chernoff. Hey everyone, what's up? And welcome back to another episode on the Hipster Mom Podcast. If you're a first-time listener to the show, I would like to say welcome and say thank you so much for taking the time to listen. It's my sincere hope that you find something useful, enlightening, entertaining, and who knows, maybe even all of the above while listening to the podcast. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to take a quick moment and say that I hope you guys are staying safe and staying healthy, practicing social distancing as often as you can. But I know that at times when we have to leave our homes for like the essential groceries and even getting outside just to enjoy some freaking fresh air for once, because we need that for not only our physical well-being, but also our mental well-being as well. And I actually just got back from a bike ride with my son not too long ago. It was beautiful outside. The sun is out, like the birds, I could hear birds singing outside. It was just fantastic. Like literally, I just, I can't get enough of like beautiful, bright, sunny days. And I really am looking forward to the summertime, especially being able to get out a little bit more often than what I would have if I would have been still in school or anything like that. But anyway, with all that aside, let's get right into today's episode. So today's episode is about activities to pass the time during quarantine. And when I'm saying quarantine, I'm not saying that I am sick by any means, because if I was, I definitely would not be going out in public. I would be staying inside and staying in my own home, clearly. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to be that dumb. But anyway, I've really been doing a lot of these activities that have been finding me a lot of joy. And um, like I said, to pass the time because they are great because, you know, we have all this time on our hands. Like, let's spend it doing the activities that are actually meaningful to us rather than trying to do things that, you know, other people say we should be doing with our time. Anyway, so some of the activities that I have been doing, and I'm quoting from my notes here, I'm going to refer to those like on and off throughout the podcast episode, but I don't want to like sound like I'm reading from a script by any means because I like to have this be as authentic as possible, as organically talking as possible, just because I don't like to sound like a robot when I'm talking. So one of the first activities I like to do has been reading. And one of the books that I am currently reading right now, and I had mentioned this in a previous episode, it was about meditation and yoga during quarantine. And the book that I'm reading right now is a way of to like practice uh, meditation insights and as well as like applying them to your everyday life. Uh, the book that I am reading right now is called Don't Just Sit There by Bia Simkin. And I love this book so far. I've been really obsessed with it because of the fact that she gives you like little verification points of kind of like just reinforcing like the living above the law of, let's just say for example here, live above the law of buffers. And buffers in a way is kind of like preventing us from being able to enjoy our life very fully. And some of those buffers can include like sarcasm, complaining or just being like bitter, you know, kind of like jealous about things in a way because it's really preventing us from being able to enjoy lives like as fully and as much as we possibly can because we deserve that. And but yet we kind of rob ourselves of being able to enjoy our lives to the fullest. 
But like I said, I can't get enough of that book. I really have been enjoying it. And what I like about it is that there is verification points, like I had said. She also gives you ideas for like journaling exercises too. So I think that's great because I like to be able to kind of see for myself, like in my own words, like how I think my life should be. I'm not saying I'm like manifesting by any means, but yes, I just, like I said, I can't get enough of it and I really can't highly recommend it enough either. So by any means, if you have time, uh, which I think we all do at this point, um, go and check out that book, Don't Just Sit There by Biet Simkin. And I think you can find that on uh, barnesandnoble.com. And I think you can also find it at Simon and Schuster. Uh, don't quote me on that. But another book that I've been really getting into has been Buddhism, An Introduction to the Buddha's Life, Teachings, and Practice. And this is by Joan Duncan Oliver. And I really have been finding it interesting, especially when it comes to like the history of Buddhism, like behind it and everything. And I've got the book right here next to me. So I'm going to quote from the back of the book here for a little bit. And I quote here, Buddhism, an introduction to the Buddha's life teachings and practices is an indispensable guide to the 2,600 year old wisdom tradition that has transformed the lives of millions across centuries and around the world. Readers will learn how Siddhartha Gautama became the Buddha, one of the most influential spiritual leaders of all time, and discover how they too can follow his revolutionary methods to attain happiness and inner freedom. Along the accessible overviews of central teachings, the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold path, karma, core virtues like kindness and compassion, and more. Buddhism covers such basics as the three main Buddhist traditions, which is Theravada, Mahayana, and Vajrayana. Historically, and their relevance today, the role of meditation and mindfulness in Buddhist practice, step-by-step -step instruction in key Buddhist practices, written in an engaging, approachable style, author Joan Duncan Oliver outlines the fundamentals of Buddhism for every reader, revealing its timeless truths and their relevance for finding peace in uncertain times. A practitioner of Buddhist meditation for 40 years, Oliver has written extensively on Buddhist wisdom and its application to daily life. Her practical approach makes Buddhism an essential modern guidebook to an ancient tradition, end quote. And I really do think that's pretty fascinating because like I said, I'm trying to find books that actually challenge my way of thinking. And it's one of those things too, like just the idea of that Buddhist practice is just something I've been fascinated by. And I think that in order to really fully understand somebody, it's best to just kind of get more of a grasp of why people practice Buddhism in the first place. And it really seems like the population, especially around where I did work at, at the library, there was a few Buddhist people. But like I said, I'm trying to find ways to challenge my way of thinking. And I really can't recommend that book enough because that's been pretty fascinating also. And another book that I've been slowly diving into is Fed Up by Gemma Hartley. It's right here. It says Fed Up, Emotional Labor, Women, and the Way Forward. And just a little summary of here. This is from like the leaflet part of the book. And I'm going to quote here too. Day in, day out, women anticipate and manage the needs of others. In relationships, we initiate the hard conversations. At home, we shoulder the mental load required to keep our households running. At work, we moderate our tone, explaining patiently and speaking softly. In the world, we step gingerly to keep ourselves safe. We do this largely invisible, draining work, whether we want to or not, and we never clock out. No wonder women everywhere are overtaxed, exhausted, and simply fed up. In her ultra-viral article, Women Aren't Nags Were Just Fed Up, 
shared by millions of readers, Gemma Hartley gave much needed voice to the frustration and anger experienced by countless women. Now in Fed Up, Hartley expands outward from the everyday frustrations of performing thankless emotional labor to illuminate how the expectation to do this work in all arenas, private and public, fuels gender inequality, limits our opportunities, steals our time, and adversely affects the quality of our lives. More than just name the problem though, Hartley teases apart the cultural messaging that has led us here and ask how we can shift the load. Rejecting easy solutions that don't ultimately move the needle, Hartley offers a nuanced, insightful guide to striking real balance for true partnership in every aspect of our lives. Reframing emotional labor not as a problem to be overcome, but as a genderless virtue men and women can all learn to channel in our quest to make a better, more egalitarian world. Fed Up is surprising and an intelligent and empathetic essential reading for every woman who has had enough with feeling fed up end quote and I really think that's going to be a good read too because I have a feeling that once I start reading this book like I'm going to have a hard time putting it down because lately I have been feeling kind of fed up too because it seems like more often than not we are practicing so much emotional labor there's so many more times than not that women are not often thanked for doing a lot of their stuff and it seems like once you become a mom too and I have found this personally from my own personal experience it seems like your opportunities are very limited versus somebody who didn't have children, which is super freaking unfair. That's just my opinion. And I don't really want to get too many people upset about that. Anyway, like I said, I really am excited to dive into that book because I have a feeling, like I said, I'm going to have a hard time putting it down. But other books that I can't wait to start reading before too long is The Handmaid's Tale and The Testaments. And that's actually a series from The Handmaid's Tale. And I'm going to start reading before too long, Rage Becomes Her, Don't Call Me Princess, The Complete Book of Yulin's Mindful Living. And I really am just going to enjoy those books, I think. And from what I did read from the Mindful Living book is what I'm talking about. I did weave through it a little bit and there were certain areas. They say you don't have to actually read this book from cover to cover. Like you can definitely just pick and choose like which ones that you think are going to apply to your life, you know, more effectively, which is great. I'm like, I'm glad you're giving me the permission to cherry pick through the book to see what's going to actually work best for me and for my family and just really for having me live a more mindful life in general. Let's jump right into another area that I've been really enjoying for activities wise. And I'm going to talk about gratitude journaling. I did mention this in a previous episode before, and I actually have an episode dedicated to gratitude journaling. So if you're looking for more information about that, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode as well. But anyway, I'm also participating in gratitude journaling as I have found that by writing down things that are already in my life, it makes me remember that I have so much to be thankful for because not everyone gets to have those kind of things in their lives. Like I have a home, I have a roof over my head, I have food in my cabinets and in my refrigerator, I have my family, I have my, you know, my fur baby. He's actually um, asleep on the floor as I'm recording this episode. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for the fact that my family's in my life, like my husband, I have my health, I have my essential oils, which I really love my essential oils. I can't get enough of those. And the creative outlet that I have, which is this podcast. And I'm super thankful for all of those things because like I said, not everybody gets to have the opportunities like I have had in my life. And I'm 
super, super thankful for that. Also, um, I have been doing a lot of hiking lately and I really think that this has also been a saving grace. Like yoga has also been a saving grace for me, especially during these crazy ass times during COVID-19, because let's be honest, that has thrown everything for a loop, right? But yes, I have been doing a lot of hiking lately because like I said, I have found that this gives me some of the best focus and at least some control, especially with everything that has been going on. And I've also been doing, like I said, yoga and meditation because these have been such saving graces for me. Like I literally am such a passionate advocate for it because I think that there's always a time and a place where you can just sit and be still. And I like to try to get up before my son wakes up in the morning because I find that that gives me the most time to actually just kind of sit and be and just kind of like a good way to try to approach everything. I'm not always going to say I'm going to be the most happiest person even after I meditate because even the best meditators out there can still have, you know, the occasional crappy moments throughout their day. But they have said that it really all depends on how well you approach everything. And that's really what it's all about. At some point, I would like to get back into this favorite pastime of mine. It's painting. And I'm not saying I'm like a big expert at painting by any means. I just really find it as a fun hobby and fun activity to do. And I do have some paint on hand and I have like a canvas as well. And I've been, you know, I, like I said, I want to get back into painting and I really do need to find some canvases before too long, just so that way my son and myself can actually partake in that painting activity together. I've also found that the, you know, those adult coloring books as well. Like I really have been enjoying those too, because they have said that there's been research that actually proves that if you have a coloring book, like for adults, like it actually helps reduce anxiety. And it also helps kind of like get your mind focused just a little bit better on things. Like it's kind of like a way like this is how that you can control, right? Because everything in our life right now is so out of our control. And it's just so not proportional. Nothing about everything right now is proportional. It's all thrown out of whack. But yes, like I really like coloring too, because I have found that that helps with stress and it actually lowers um, blood pressure because you know, you're in a Zen mindset when you're coloring in a coloring book. So really, I mean, if you're looking into finding like adult coloring books, by all means, I recommend doing that. I mean, by all means, like go out, find yourself a coloring book and actually get coloring. But anyway, I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back after this. Do you love podcasting but are unsure of where to begin? Well, let me tell you that today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. What's nice about Buzzsprout is the fact that you get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. And if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. And what's really nice about Buzzsprout is the fact that they are passionate about helping you succeed. So if you would like to, follow the link in the show notes and this lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you and you get a $20 Amazon gift card that will be sent after the second paid invoice if you sign up for a paid plan and this helps support the show. Buzzsprout, let's create something great together. 
And I am back. I'm speaking with you here on the podcast. I had to go get my water bottle refilled because I was starting to run low on water because I don't like to do that because every so often I do like to have this water on hand because I find that after talking a little bit, my throat kind of gets dry, which is really awful when you think about it. But anyway, let's get back on topic here. So another activity that I really like to do, and I think this is pretty common for everybody else, it's called um, watching TV because, you know, that's such a trend, right? <laughs> but anyway, I've been watching a lot of old shows recently and some of the shows that I've been starting to get back into but kind of fell off the bandwagon, if you will. One of the shows is called Vikings and I'm really obsessed with just like the backstory of like all of the characters. Like one of my favorites is Ragnar and it's not his blue eyes by any means. Like they're not captivating, right? I mean, if anybody who says like they look right at him and they think, oh man, he's not handsome looking. I'm like, oh yes, Yes, he is. He is very handsome. The guy who plays Ragnar uh, Lothbrook on Vikings, he is so handsome. Yeah, I think I could probably go down a rabbit hole just talking about that. But anyway, uh, the second favorite show that I really enjoy is The Handmaid's Tale. And that's been really good. Like I find that if I start watching that show, I will literally be binging like four episodes at a time. And then I realize, oh my gosh, like almost three hours have passed by. That's crazy. And that's what I love about a show is that that's when I know the show is super good when you can bench watch like four episodes at a time and you're not even aware of the time passing by because oh my gosh like that's when you know it's super good and on another show that I have seen on and off but I haven't actually fully committed to sitting down and actually watching it from beginning to end like I know everybody else like my sister-in-law cough cough uh it's Game of Thrones and I would love to just be able to sit down and bench. If I had all the time in the world, I would totally do it. But let's be honest, not everybody has all the time in the world to watch TV. Like I said, I would love to just sit and watch Game of Thrones. And now that I have the time, thanks, Corona, I have all the time in the world to be able to do that now. And I feel bad when it comes to the Game of Thrones because I've heard nothing but positive things about the series. It's like, you know, like I said, I just hadn't had the time to actually sit down and watch a full season from beginning to end. Now with all the COVID-19 outbreak, I have the time to actually do that. So another TV show that I did watch, but unfortunately after you watch like three episodes, you have to pay for the series to be able to watch it. So I'm not sure if that's like if you rent it or if you actually buy it, but this is on Apple TV as like my husband and I have Apple. TV. That's one show that I was watching for a little bit. It's called The Morning Show. And that has uh, Jennifer Anson and Steve Carell in it. And it's pretty good. Like I think that if I actually did pay for the series, it would actually be a very good series to binge. And then another show that I really need to watch is This Is Us. And <laughs> if I really want to pay for it, it's The Outsider. And that's based off of the Stephen King novel by the same name. It's actually the book The Outsider. And I need to also watch like Castle Rock, which which is also based on one of the locations in one of Stephen King's novels. And I'm not saying like I'm a super King fan, you know, by any means, but I do appreciate his books and I have read a few of them. I've seen the movie It. I've seen both chapter one and two, especially for the remake and as well as the old one. Thanks 1991 Tim Curry. I will never look at clowns the same way again. 
and uh, Bill Skarsgård for that matter. But anyway, also listening to music has been helping me a lot lately with all the stuff that's been going on. Like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately as well, such as This American Life, Stories with Sapphire, Something Scary, Namaste with Yoga by Candice, and many others as well. And the type of music that I've been listening to lately has been like lo-fi, jazz, hip-hop, as well as 60s and 70s music, some classic rock, and even the occasional classical music, because I find that that helps me when I'm actually writing out like my show notes. And because I find that by playing classical music, and there's actually been studies out there that actually prove it, that your mind actually stays at a very steady rhythm throughout the entire time, because it actually allows you to focus a little bit better. I also like to uh, listen to podcasts while I am cleaning or cooking. So that's been one of the other saving graces through this entire COVID-19 outbreak, because oh my god, what would I do if I didn't have music? I don't even know. I think I'd probably be losing my shit. But another thing too that I have been finding that I really do need to get on a little bit better is also decluttering because I really need to start decluttering the back guest room like of our house. Like I find that I have a few things that are piled up back there. And I figured now with all this stuff that's been going on, the whole COVID-19 outbreak, that I actually have the time to be able to go through the back room, finally get rid of the things that actually don't serve us purpose anymore because we have so many things back there that it's almost ridiculous, right? It's amazing like how much like us Americans actually accrue over time and we're not even aware of half the stuff that we accrue crew. It's quite amazing like how these little things find their ways into like crooks and everything in between, right? But I have clothes that I really need to go through before too long because of the idea of spring cleaning. I really need to get into that a little bit better. Also deep cleaning my house. I have been uh, doing some more sweeping lately. I really have been keeping on top of sweeping the floor. And then sometime either tomorrow or maybe even today for that matter, I'm probably going to be mopping the floors also because hey, cleaning, right? Nothing wrong with that. Also, just kind of like cleaning off like the countertops, like places that we generally touch like a little bit more often with, you know, being the kitchen clearly is one of the more high traffic areas in our home, as well as like the kitchen table, doorknobs, things like that. Also need to clean my shower and everything in between. And I can't believe I'm rambling that stuff off. Anyway, one project that I really, really, really need to get started on is also my pallet wall and staining the pallet boards that we actually have in the garage. And my husband finally got those cut up. Literally, it's been a couple of months ago now. And I want to say it's actually been almost a year. Oops. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I need to get started on staining those boards. I found a a palette wall, like a design and everything, like of how I want it to look. And I think what I'm gonna end up doing, because I know from personal experience, because I've actually stained wood before, I've stained um, some of our wood pieces that we have up on the wall in our home. From what my understanding of it is that each piece of wood, especially when it comes to like the grain of it, will actually take stain in a very different way. So it's either gonna look darker or it's gonna look lighter. Um, I think I might, end up staining some of them but then leaving some of the pieces as they are I'm not really sure quite yet but I would hate to kind of look a little bit off kilter I guess if that's that's kind of like what I'm getting at but that's one project I really do need to get started on and it's like hey thanks corona now I have all the time in the world for that now anyway there's other decluttering projects that I really do need to actually get to as well not just the back room and not just my clothes in my uh, closet and everything but uh, there's some things that uh, we need to get 
get rid of down in the basement. Eventually when things start opening back up, like right now that there's not a lot of places that are taking donations because of everything that has been closed due to COVID-19. But either way, that's not gonna stop me from boxing up items and just kind of getting rid of things little by little because like I have said, these are some things that are just no longer serving us purpose anymore. And especially because of the fact that I'm trying to live a more mindful lifestyle because of the fact that I don't need over how many pairs of leggings. I don't need how many pairs of workout clothes unless I actually want to get rid of like the workout clothes that I have because they no longer serve any purpose. You know, really, it just comes down to the point where like if they're not serving any purpose anymore, then what's the point of keeping all of these things? I mean, I hope that makes sense anyway, because like I have said, I'm trying to live a more mindful lifestyle, only having like what I absolutely need and nothing more. I guess that's just what I'm kind of getting at. And I'm not saying that anybody else has to follow my way of doing things by any means. It's one of those things that I do encourage you to do your research when it comes to decluttering and living a more mindful lifestyle, because I find that now that's actually becoming more of a trend. People are finally starting to only have what they absolutely need and nothing more kind of like once they have like new things coming in they get rid of the old things right away so in a way that's kind of decluttering but at the same time it's still maintaining a very mindful lifestyle anyway a few main takeaways that I hope that you guys get out of this episode is the fact that there is time for all of the projects that we had to put on the back burner because of either rushing off to our jobs from you know not from home obviously not working from home. If you do, then that's great. You know, great on you guys for the ones that actually do work remotely. But now we're starting to work more remotely from home. We're starting to be in our homes more often. And I think that after being in our homes for a little bit longer than what we have been in the past, we're starting to be more observant of the things that we no longer need. And now this is the time to get rid of those things. And if you had any passion projects before, you can actually have the time to do that now. You don't have to put it on the back burner anymore. Anyway, I hope that you guys also take out of this is the fact that if you guys have activities that you can do by all means jump right into those activities that give you meaning you know find meaningful things like yoga meditation reading painting going outside outdoors hiking biking or whatever that may be and what that looks like for you because in my opinion there is no right or wrong way to do activities because like I said you just have to find the things that are going to give your life the most meaning. Anyway, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you very much for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And if you could, and I would so appreciate it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts and this helps boost the show's visibility. I will make sure to include social media links for the podcast in the show notes. If you would like to follow the podcast, you can follow that on Instagram and Facebook at the Hipster Mom Podcast. And I will make sure to include the books that I mentioned in today's episode in the show notes if you would like to look at those as well. I'll be back very soon with a brand new episode. So until next time, keep living your best life. Peace.